0: Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
1: This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock on TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi,
2: I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
1: Hey, this is Nick Burton from Bow Collectors. Hey, this is
2: Melissa Blackman.
1: Working class bow hunter. Working class Bowhunter. Bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast Episode 141 of the Working Class Bow on our podcast. Thanks, everyone, for joining. This is another episode that we recorded at the Iowa Deer Classic. I always want to call it the Iowa Deer and Turkey Classic, but that's incorrect. That's what Illinois calls their show. Um, This is one we did with Eric Klein from Trophy Bucks of Iowa. Um, So we had a really good time with this. This was kind of a quick podcast, but um, just something we wanted to do uh, to talk about Trophy Bucks of Iowa. um, We got a pretty cool page going on. Um, So hope you enjoy this. Uh, the podcast is newly sponsored by Elite Archery. Uh, people are kind of wondering why uh, there's been so much Elite stuff going on on our social media. Um, we're super excited about it. We're going to get more in detail um, with that as time goes on. Um, but they're a company we've always wanted to work with, and it, it's happened. So um, we feel right at home with the Elite family. So we're super thankful for the opportunity that they're uh, that they're giving us. Um, podcast also also brought to you by Sin Crusher HHA Sports smith's custom meats and deer processing we're thankful for every one of our supporters of the show and every single one of you guys that listen and uh we hope we you keep on listening and join the show so hope you enjoy this and we will catch you next time thanks
3: Iowa Deer classic eric klein from trophy bucks iowa is sitting on an episode how you doing pretty good how about you guys oh, another day in paradise this is the working class bow hunter podcast kind of forgot to mention that but uh if you're tuned in <laughs> you already tell <do. laughs> i'm steve kurt eric
2: yep. two erics on one podcast. two erics we kept this them
3: on uh, the easy. same side because, uh, you know, we want to get confused. With well, it's Eric like the Iowa, Iowa
2: boys and the Illinois boys. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And a Hawkeye so. and a
0: Cyclone, so.
3: go, yeah. no, you're a Cyclone. All right. Uh, Eric, <laughs> we're, you're from Iowa, Trophy Bucks of Iowa. Yep. What is Trophy Bucks Iowa, for those who don't know?
0: Okay, so I'll give you a little background first on how this all became. All right. So I went to Iowa State, um, got commissioned as an officer in the Air Force, Um. So I spent 10 years as an active duty Air Force officer. Well, thank you for your service. No problem. And I became a special agent in the Air Force because um, I always wanted to be an FBI agent. So I figured for sure. I learned that the Air Force has special agents. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> um, if you've ever seen the to- TV show NCIS yes, or something yes, like that. Yeah. So I did the exact same thing as that except for the Air Force. I didn't wear a uniform. We could grow beards, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, did that. Um, 10 years, I was de- deployed to Afghanistan. I was commander out there, special agent in charge. Um pearl harbor hawaii special agent out there wow um, my last assignment i went out to or my second to last i should say went out to saudi arabia to be the special agent in charge oh fun and uh mm-hmm. well it was a year tour and um got cut short i it was injured while i was deployed out there yeah i tore my vertebra artery in my neck oh Ooh. man um I don't, a, what
2: that, I don't know what that is but
0: it doesn't it's, uh, it's it, it uh, one painful. of the main brains that goes to your brain okay oh yeah, right. yeah yeah you probably don't want to tear that too many times yeah and Holy i didn't crap. know I, I didn't know i did it um I got kind of woozy and lightheaded, and I, there was no U.S. doctors around. I had a linguist with me all the time. Oh, yeah. We yeah, went to yeah. the doctors out there, and they're like, ah, I think you have a migraine. I, I had a really bad headache afterwards. They're mm-hmm. uh-huh. like, hey, Eric, I think you have a, a migraine. I'm like, Doc, I don't have a migraine. I've never had a migraine in my life. Right. And uh, anyway, he gave me some Tylenol, said, so come back in two days. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so I'm, the whole time I'm bleeding out of my head, and I don't know. Oh, and, shit. And um, two days later, it doesn't happen on a Friday, and on Middle East Fridays and Saturdays are the are their weekends, so mm-hmm. they said come back on Sunday. Came back on Sunday, they took me to downtown Riyadh, took my linguists and the the Air Force is like, do not, no matter what, don't let those doctors touch you. And, no uh, shit. So they did some MRIs and CAT scans, like, hey, hey, they, hey, you tore your artery in your neck. And the Air Force immediately medevac me to stool in Germany.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, sure.
0: so I was there. Um, they put me in the ICU. Then all of a sudden, one day, my, my left arm went numb, and then, um, so I knew it was getting pretty serious. Like, yeah, hey, you had a stroke from the from the blood clots in my neck. And
1: then oh, they, my gosh.
0: They flew my wife out there. I had three little boys. They flew my wife out there. That's why I knew was they were, oh, they were serious about me. The next day, my right leg went numb, so to this day, my left arm and right leg are numb, so, like, if you if you sleep on your leg or your arm or leg and it's all numb and tingly right. and right so my arm and leg feel like that all the time and it's a week a lot oh, weaker good so Lord. really wow so yeah luckily um that was the last of the strokes i got medevaced from there to san antonio texas brooks army medical center it's mm-hmm. been about three or four months in rehab there um then from there i went to washington dc quantico virginia ncis headquarters mm-hmm. finished out my career there i knew the air force was gonna try to medically retire me because oh yeah I'm mm-hmm. supposed to deploy on thin arm and no right. leg I'm not gonna be able to deploy, so my view the kind of the whole experience kind of changed my my view on life sure um, yeah made Absolutely. the family and kids a lot more important. Mm-hmm. um I could have stayed out in d c and made a lot of money with my security clearances and background, but we lived out there for a year and mm-hmm. despised it the traffic and uh, hour and a half two hour commutes each way not big deer not big deer exactly <laughs> oh, yeah. so are you originally I, from iowa then? yeah originally yeah, southwest so iowa small town big ta- change out there little town called villisca um about 20 miles from the missouri border 40 miles from the nebraska border
3: oh yeah real cheap cigarettes and fireworks down that's, there. that's right <laughs> anytime you get near the uh, the the border of iowa and uh, missouri is like you know as soon as you cross in there Fireworks, cigarettes, and like I saw like a two story cigarette and firework place. Yep. I'm like, just don't light a match in there because it's
0: gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the road immediately goes to crap once you hit Missouri. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so, uh, so I, so I, yeah, so I decided, hey, my three little boys have been away from family for so long. Right. My, I think my, I had a kindergartner at the time, I was or first grader, he'd been to like five elementary schools already in first oh, grade. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, hey, let's just go back to Iowa with mm-hmm. the family, settle
2: down. Sure, where um, all the big deer are. Right? Yeah, so I kind of yeah. had to reinvent
0: myself here in Iowa because I have a different background than what people are looking for. Yeah, I, mean, oh, sure. I went to a lot of uh, in veteran cra- veteran career fairs, and there, were a lot of the veterans are we looking for is um, trade class worker, electrician stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. They were hard Yeah, they weren't, the yeah, thing, they weren't yeah. looking. For, I had, a, I was an officer, I had a master's degree, and they're like, you're overqualified. You're overqualified. Uh-huh. Really? So eventually, I. <laughs> Found a job as a project manager with a big insurance company. Oh, okay, um, See, the, jumped on that,
3: and, and and I just want to touch on that because um, we do a vet shout out every uh, you know every episode. Um, we try to that's like one thing that like if I could ever help out, you know, we always like to help out PTSD, um, you know, and wounded warriors and things like that. But um, like, there's another challenge for guys that come back from active duty, you know, such as yourself or you know, and just maybe something happens again, you know, your situation. These guys come back and it's like, well, we don't got a place for you. It's like, what are you specialists? Well, I'm a scout sniper.
0: Yeah, they don't. The civilians don't have a. I mean, it's not their fault, but they don't. They don't. They can't put what you did in the military to what they do in the civilian yeah, and world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's tough and really to, anybody can do anything. You just got to train them for a couple of weeks and they'll figure it out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. So. But yeah, I, d- I didn't want to detract no, yeah. but th- that's something I like
3: I'm really strong about like I'd love to get these guys back to work but you know, sniper, yeah, he can't really be a second grade teacher cuz of the, you know.
0: Yep. It just it doesn't it doesn't match yeah, up. But. so it's, it's difficult. Right. So, but there's there's a lot of companies out there that are looking to hire veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Everyone should coffee be a company. Looking. Yeah. Yep. 10,000. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I um, took that job, moved I live outside of Leboyne here in Ankeny. Okay. Um that was December or that was January 15 when I moved to move to here. Mm-hmm. Um, right at the same time, or actually a little over a year ago is when I started trophy bucks of Iowa. Sure. Okay. I was back home, my parents' house. Um, that's where all our property is hunting property, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Southwest Iowa. And I was sitting there on Thanksgiving morning and I was like, Hey, I'm going to, create a facebook page and i call it <laughs> i call it trophy bucks of iowa i don't know why mm-hmm. um and and the, the pr- spur of the moment thing yeah, spur of the moment like <laughs> hey this for people to share deer and at the time i really didn't i know this now but there are like 100 different deer, deer pages that do the same thing as me i didn't realize that kind of ignorant i guess but for some reason mine took off i don't know why it took off pretty pretty quickly mm-hmm. um, so it's been a little over a year. We've already got like forty-four thousand Facebook followers. Yeah, that's a lot in a year. Um, yeah. Snapchat's real big. Doing. I think we have like average over a thousand Snapchat views for every snap we send out. Yeah, right. really. that's not bad. So, um, and then we just started that recently. Um, Twitter and Instagram, we're coming on that. Um, so yeah, and then it's. I think the reason the success is, is it's not about me or not any of my partners. I have three other partners: Brandon, Mark, and Ryan. My twin, Mark's my twin brother. Um, Brandon's a guy I met here, and Ryan's a college buddy. Sure. Um, at, right after it started, after a couple months, I'm like, hey, this is, this might be some more work than I thought. It's, and uh, <laughs> I reached out to them. They wanted to help out, so I brought them in. So now we all four partners and run the page because we get hundreds of messages and to, to go through and post it, get the details. and right. So it's not about us. We don't – I mean, yeah, we, we share pictures. If I shoot a deer, I'll share a picture. Or if mm-hmm. i yep. playing a food plot or something. But that's about every kid and woman and man in Iowa yeah. that shoots something. If they're proud of it, it's a trophy to them, and yep. I don't want any bashing on my page. If if somebody wants to shoot 120 inch deer, that's their prerogative, right? For sure. They may um, not have all the opportunities that some of us have to hunt more often and mm-hmm. have a good access to property. They might be having only public land, so they might only got once a year. So if they want to shoot something, be happy mm-hmm. for what Thank they sure. shot. If they're happy with you're, it, so. for sure. You know, you're Absolutely. catering
3: to the to the right crowd. I mean, you know, uh, we we talk about a lot. I'm obviously if you want to if if you're picky enough and you're you know lucky enough to be picky I'm only gonna shoot 150 inch deer
1: or you know or more
3: that's great you know but for guys who
1: can't do that all the time you know that's a trophy to you well that and that's the learning curve we always talk about in bow hunting is mm-hmm. you have to start somewhere too and yeah. that might be like me personally I set my goals at at a certain stage every year but you know, everyone's at a different level, you know, like you said, according to property, according to the time they have experience. And, you know, like next year, I might say 160 is my goal. Everything else is going to let, let walk, which that probably won't happen. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, but it's cool. 160 is
0: my goal, but once it hits the ground, and 130 ground shrinking, <laughs> Oh, yeah, for like, sure. That's It'll do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after being gone for 10 years and not hunting and uh-huh. living in Florida and Hawaii, you see these deer. and yeah. the Hawaii doesn't have deer a mile, where I was at, but Florida had these little deer the dogs, and I'm not <laughs> so used to the... So a 130
2: looks huge. Yeah, yeah deer <laughs> season yeah.
0: starts in like April or yeah. something like yeah. that. It's it's a a deer hunting and it's so hot down there, yeah, I was it's, like, not for me. But anyway, so yeah, I got kind of my vision for deer. Oh, for sure. Not, so I had to kind of get reacquainted to the well. Yeah. Speaking of, of deer in Iowa,
3: speaking of vision, here's what I did see walking around the classic a little bit. Everybody is drinking silos, <laughs> right? Yep. The big old 25 ouncers I posted a picture on Instagram. I was like, here's an authentic silo in the middle of Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, and people have these koozies that fit them perfect. Yep. And what do they say on them? Trophy Bucks of Iowa. That was a great idea, That is oh, the, by the smartest way. thing anybody could have ever done. Because you're walking around here, and I did see a tall, like, somebody was drinking the 25. I was just at the booth, and I didn't make it get it long. one.
1: <laughs> Dang it. I'll, hook you up. I'll have to go grab one. Yeah, Talk about the buck that's sitting at your guys's booth right now. Yeah. Oh, what's up with that?
2: Yeah. Oh, so, it's, it's, um, it's huge. It's insane.
0: Yeah, so they're, it's just a replica, but there's a 15-year-old uh, shot that, or 14, shot that with his bow, 222. The original's out in the... Um, in oh, back the up back over here with it. yeah Yeah um 222 i believe or give or take an eighth or something i think mm-hmm. 226 gross he also shot a 160s of his muzzle loader, and then another i think in the same year oh yeah there was a the kid same yeah. year uh, over 500 inches of deer but crazy
3: i know yeah the kid yeah he's Tough. like 14 he sent that picture and i was like um
2: uh
3: you know i i want i want everybody to enjoy this but uh I gotta admit, I got really bitter. I was like, I hope that kid never has a good season again. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you see a kid that's like what that, whatever,
0: and says like, hey, that kid's never going to, going to top that. Well, that's so a thing. Is We're he hard. here? Yeah, he's here. He's been in our booth. He's around. Yep, he's walking around. We need
3: to, we need to get a hold of that kid. Because I remember we saw that, and I was like, dude, that is awesome. You know, young man like that, you have a good season like that. Yeah,
0: I'll get your I'll get you his info. Oh, for
1: that sure. was this past season. Yeah, three yeah. Of them. There's some big deer went down. I mean, there always is big deer that go down in, in yeah, Iowa, like but Warren hill
0: buck. Um, the Cornhill Buck? Yep, you, you heard about that buck. Uh, uh, it's right behind my booth. It's the new state record archery. Is that the... Austin pointer? Nope, one? Nope, different. It's a non-typical state record. Really? Austin's was a uh, crossbow buck. This is oh, a okay. regular archery. Giant. Yeah. It's is that a, here? I haven't yep. even, we haven't even been back there yet. Yep, it's right no. behind my booth.
3: I mean, okay. yeah, and these, and, and these are... Pretty big deer. I mean, they're nothing like Illinois deer, but, um, you know, continue. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, We 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 just don't put
0: our deer in the the records books because we're all all used to big deer around here. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it has to be something special.
3: That's what it is. So so people are breaking the uh, unspoken rule of uh, entering their small (laughs) 220-inch
2: Iowa deer there. Is that that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Yeah. It's just kind of nice though with your page. I mean, it's one... One stop shop, you know, you can go there and look at all the big deer that are going down. Yeah, anything, in Iowa.
0: anything, any deer related, anything, even hunting and anything related to Iowa wildlife. Sure, do a lot of sheds and. Do you
2: also have a, just turkey. a regular website
1: as well.
0: Uh, not right now. Just it goes straight to our Facebook page. I'm working on. Oh, okay. I'm just so busy with the three kids and the. It's almost you know, everyone else has I haven't got a website up and running. Yet. Well, you know, <laughs> well,
1: Facebook is almost all you need nowadays, unless yeah,
0: but like th- there have been quite a few people that have stopped by it's like we don't have any social media accounts. Never heard of you. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. I can't really tell you where
2: to go yet. Yeah, you know? exactly. What's like 5% of people these days? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, not very many people. Yeah, it's rare. Yeah.
3: Now, you've got a really swell-looking uh, hoodie on there. I do. It is, uh, what in the world is that pattern?
0: I don't know. One of my partners, Ryan, he's, uh works for a company. He gets us all our gear i don't know how what do you <laughs> are those going to be available <laughs> they're to at buy our bo- they're at our booth yeah yep. okay is
3: it only at the booth or if people are just listening to this now um
0: we'll have any extra inventory we'll put online at our facebook okay. page after our facebook shop page after after the event yeah absolutely uh, yeah
3: so facebook uh 12 bucks of iowa because that is a good looking hoodie and he got hats and,
2: yep. and the logo
0: stands out i mean yeah, that's another thing. I, I designed the logo and then because this didn't start out as a business or money i'm not making any money really i'm Still paying for a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, It just start out Preach. as fun. Preach, yeah, start out as fu- start out as fun, and I got this logo made, and people's like, hey, "I want that logo on a decal." I was yeah, like, okay, I'll get some decals made, and then I was paying in the butt for me to try to sell them because I got to pay a of me money, then I got to ship it, and yeah, go to the post office every day. Then been, just been like, there, done that. It's just like, oh, yep, that's it's what, what we're a doing of, right now. Right a lot now. of work. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't making. I mean, I sold a lot of decals and stuff, but I wasn't making any money.
1: Yeah. them, just to get the yeah, you're barely breaking up, even points like that. But
3: we're gonna we're gonna get to know Eric. Cuz you know Trophy Bucks Iowa. We want I want to know Eric Klein. Okay. Eric. <laughs> She's so, like what? Just going to start grilling <laughs> you a little bit. Okay.
0: All
3: right. Are you are you a bow hunter?
0: Uh I'm a, I cannot longer bow hunt because of the weakness in my arms okay. and my legs. So I have a crossbow, cross but I okay. haven't I haven't shot anything with it Big this up. year. Yep. So. Yeah, I was I was curious about how that So I got my oh, I got so I guess I kind of live vicariously through my brother and other guys at bow hunt. <laughs> um so they're all into that big bow hunting and stuff, and I kind of like. I wish all those new bows look so sweet. I want to yeah
1: shoot them. Yep. Hey, you're saving but, uh, saving a little bit of yeah. So, uh,
0: <laughs> and I think those actually those new bows are just as accurate as the crossbows. And they're getting as, in there. Yeah. just as hard. So yeah. And um, so I'm, I got three boys. I'm getting them them into bow hunting. There's yeah. a range, there's a range here, archery field and sports here in Ankeny that I that I've been taking them to and got them a right. bow. So
1: that's awesome. I'm trying to get them. Get them on a 220 inch <laughs> non typical. Yeah,
0: get them into the. Hey, so, h- how old are the boys? Uh, nine. One just turned eight, and one turns five the next week.
3: Okay, so they're still at that age where, yeah, they kind of still know stuff. Um, but lucky for them, they get to be raised on Casey's Pizza. Yeah. And that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How'd you get that out of? out of all of the. Because uh, we were in Iowa, Ankeny. Uh, Casey's,
0: yeah. Casey's is the hometown of Ankeny. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. Really, Yeah, if you go oh, up, um,
3: uh, what's what, what what shoots you up to Ames? Uh, 35. Uh, 35. Yeah, you go up thirty five. That's the is that the home office right up there? That's the
0: warehouse and the yep, home office right off. Uh, the yeah, yeah. The original Casey's is. Uh, I don't know about the original, uh, but that's like the headquarters.
3: Uh, yeah, that's I, right. right. I have no Shippel's, idea. And they're
1: oh, a big yeah. veteran hiring company as well. Are there yeah, really Casey's? Is interesting. Yep. Well, you, how about that? Do you know the guys from Heroes Hunting? uh the show. i don't know them personally no nope. you should go over there and talk to them they take combat veterans on hunts and stuff like that okay. they, they do a lot they're it's all veterans really cool. themselves or yeah. they're awesome we're gonna try and squeeze one in yeah, today with them
3: we met them last year here and we were in the same room and you know we talked to those guys super cool and i i, I love when we can get vets involved in hunting like i said, you know we we talk about vets all the time and we love when when these guys reach out to us and um you know a couple of our favorite guys one of my favorite guys Ever on the planet Ever to be born uh, Our buddy Gene Miller Listens to every episode He's a, uh airborne vet mm-hmm. And uh, He just You know He's just the nicest guy And Every time we try to do something He's like Man I appreciate that Like I'll get a text Like every time I get You know Man I appreciate you doing that I appreciate you doing that And Again it's something that I'd like You know If, if I can get veterans back to work Or if I can do something in it To help them hunt Just anything I can do just get him out there. Yeah, because yep. I honestly feel a little guilty. Like I was at that age where you know I feel like I should have gone over and served, but you know I did. Still could right now, and I still could. Um, but you know these guys that uh, get out there and uh, get I after mean it's it. not
0: for everyone. I mean mm-hmm. I don't even how I joined. I had no plans <laughs> to join the military ever. I was going to college, going to Iowa State. I was going to work for a couple years afterwards and get in the FBI because you can't go straight into the FBI out of college. Then yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, September 11th happened. That was my sophomore year at Iowa State, oh, okay. um, September 12th. I don't know why. I chose Air Force ROTC. I walked in, signed up, and they gave me a scholarship to uh, get commissioned as an officer and never looked back. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think veterans are a little, when they come back, their experiences are, like I work with a lot of people that have no military background. I work at a very, I wouldn't say liberal, but very open company, very Different types of people. And yeah, sure. Everyone's very nice. Yeah, but they get so stressed out about. For example, I'm a project manager. They get so stressed out about these little things that has no significant no s- s- significant impact on anyone's life. It might be right. an inconvenience. It might make somebody mad. But no one's gonna get shot. No one's gonna go home and die. Yeah, exactly. we
3: drink a decaf coffee. Yeah, yeah try so and be try and be in a firefight. Anyone anyone <laughs> on my project
0: teams know that when they get stressed, I say I always sit them out and say, "Hey, is anyone gonna die?" and the right. answer is always, always no. is and always will be no <laughs> oh you've got to be the straight. worst person to work for <laughs> <laughs> and that usually calms them down because i mean somebody might get mad but no one's going to die from any decisions that i make in my current job which is nice yeah oh yeah so, yeah, yeah a little change of pace yeah so i try to lighten the mood with people when they get pretty stressed out so yeah absolutely and most people don't have the experiences to i mean there's some good veterans working with me to have those experiences but so Most that's
1: a good skill to have that veterans can bring back yep. and so, you know and add to yeah, a workplace. Very good die. to handle
0: <laughs> in stressful stressful <laughs> yeah. situations. So. For sure.
3: Well that, I mean that's very cool. You know, obviously, um, you know, you've got a good great work ethic. And I think that's probably why Trophy Bucks Iowa's been as successful as it is. And I think it just feels real. Like, you know, we're sitting here talking, hey, you. you're a good dude. Appreciate and, it. <laughs> You know, I, I, I Steve.
0: I think people are are, are picking that up. Um, I have a twin brother walking around here, and he looks exactly like me, but
3: he's, not, he's not,
1: not quite as like good. He's not quite as good. Not, not quite, quite as, as good looking, looking, looking as yeah, me. There go. Steve will go up and talk to him, thinking it's you, and then they be like, "Dude, get away from me!" Next thing you know, Steve's on the ground. He's got Since I moved
0: back, he's he's lived here for the last four or five years, and he was a commercial pilot for, before that, and so he knows a lot more people around here. So, oh,
3: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we everywhere
0: just we go. everywhere we go. I somebody sees me and thinks it's him, and so <laughs> if somebody's like smiling at me and like nodding their head, I'm like, oh, they think I'm my twin brother. So yeah. I, right. I go up to him and say, "Hey, I'm his twin brother." Do you ever like, just go yeah. along with it like yeah. and
2: have a full on conversation <laughs> like, at the end and be like, one time, well,
0: twenty last year, my my boy's football team, my brother's coworker was the dad of a kid on my bro my my son's football team. Mm-hmm. We went all season, and he was always looking at me, and he thought I was the biggest butthead in the world because. I didn't talk to him like I knew him, oh, <laughs> and he thought it was he thought it was my twin brother the whole time. Did and you guys ever date the same
1: girls
3: growing up? Ah, uh, not
0: really. Um, <laughs> oh,
3: he li- You see him look away from you. You he know he's lying. <laughs> no, I, you know, he, he broke, broke eye contact. Uh, <laughs> not really.
0: We um, never really. I tried. I tried that once with my current wife. because I've been with my current wife since we were sophomores in high school. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. my twin brother went over there, and she called him. out. Her and dad called him out. I think right away. Really? So. If you know, if you know us, you can tell us apart. But yeah, like, yeah. He'll, he'll tell you right now. I'm a little, a little chubbier than him. He's <laughs> he's usually been chubbier, but since my I got out of the military and had my strokes and stuff, I kind of got a little more, a little more weight on my belly than he has. But I'm I'm working on beating him. Catch the so, old I, Steve I, over I've here. I've got no excuses. Actually, I'm just, <laughs> a lot of Casey's pizza and a lot of silos, and
3: man. An Arby's and Arby's. Uh, so. <laughs> You know, getting back to the trophy bucks of Iowa. You know, you, you had this uh, incredible experience. You know, and I'm not saying incredible like good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just like beyond anything. Life changing. Yep. And you come back to your roots. Oh, what what draws you back? Why did you want to come back to Iowa? Like, give me exactly why you wanted <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, here. I've,
0: I've lived in my first time I was in Florida, the Emerald Coast, Destin beautiful beaches from there i went to hawaii i was in florida for five years hawaii for almost three years um everyone place everyone thinks it's the most beautiful places in the world they're great places to live or great place to visit especially hawaii mm. but uh, living in hawaii no for the birds for the birds exactly <laughs> good place to visit for a week and come home but I, everyone i i mean if you're not from iowa and you haven't lived here people are like what's in iowa cornfields or pit- Potatoes. I, they I get Idaho, I get all the Idaho, and oh, Iowa. No, get, the red
3: potatoes f- we had at that bar last night <laughs> were so good. I get
2: that all the time. Like if you go out of town, people are like, "Oh, where are you from? Iowa? Don't really grow potatoes." Yeah, so they get
0: Idaho, no. Idaho, and Iowa <laughs> wrong. confused. But wrong, unless
2: you've really lived here. I mean, it's like in,
0: like if even if it, if you live in an Iowa small town, you go to a different small town, you're like, "How does anybody live here?" Yeah, but exactly. Unless you're yeah. unless you're there and you've like, you've lived it, you're not. You don't know it, right? And people are like, when I was getting out, people like, "Why are you going to Iowa?" I'm like, it's just.
2: Trophy belt, man. It's well, awesome. I so, <laughs> so yeah,
0: I always always say it's as heaven as Iowa, it's, but no, I always gave a lot of props to Iowa when I was in the military. And if you see somebody from Iowa, you feel like you know them. Yeah, oh Even sure. Outside the, sure. the state, so
1: definitely. Well, one thing you got to do, you got to get over to Heroes Hunting and meet those yep, guys. I'll so. do that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really gonna really be well. you, you'll tell them we
0: sent you. Yep, we'll all check them out.
1: Yep, definitely. They're on Carbon TV. Okay. Um. Right. Yeah. Carbon TV. Yes. Carbon yeah. TV. I was thinking I get Carbon TV and my Outdoor TV mixed up now.
3: Carbon TV is the free one.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, but yeah, but yeah, their show is good, and they do a lot for veterans. And I f- you guys probably have a lot to talk about. Yeah, um,
0: d- 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 definitely. Not. I'd even like to get some veterans out one of these times. I get like several messages a day from people that think we're outfitters. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And they want me to like, hey, can out- how much does it cost to come to Iowa and get hunting? And go like, I don't know. So I always try out. to try to refer them to the DNR website and say, here's, yeah. here's, how I get you a tag. Yeah, and here's how you get a here. Here's you can find an outfitter, or public Whoa. land, or. Right.
2: So. That's nice, about Iowa too. We get boatloads of public ground. Oh over man, here. it's
3: so much different. I lived in Iowa for a year and I hunted public ground, and uh, oh, I
1: you know it's ha- not good for anything public ground. It is not, <laughs> not not fun.
3: I have a theory that there's the hunting on public ground is better in Iowa than it is on on
1: private land.
3: You know what I mean? Because there's just so much. I don't of it. know if
1: I'd say that. I,
3: you know, man, you just look at maps. You can't and you start even really say things. that. Actually, yeah. like, well, but who that's knows? actually probably 100% <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, 100%, I, I, like, that's a hundred percent wrong. Like, where's your reasoning? That's why it's a theory. Talk, let's talk about it. Why do you think? All that? right.
3: So, you know, if you look at where like all this private, all this public land is, and you look, and you're like, man, you know, there's. Are you talking like, about just from a map. Yeah, you just look at a map. <laughs> so I have yeah, a theory yeah, that looks way better than.
1: That no, ground. Okay. Over all right. it. what's
3: the biggest deer that hasn't been shot on some of these public grounds? Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: What? I don't even know. How to, I don't even know what you're asking. I just destroyed your <laughs> argument completely. I stopped listening 100%. like ten <laughs> minutes ago. So yeah, you sure can't I'm say there. that
3: <laughs> I'll tell public I mean, ground. We got a lot of.
0: We, we've had some nice. Public land bucks sent into my page. Mm-hmm. Some very nice ones. I don't think the biggest have been from public land, sure. but there's more have. people hunting. You think so?
3: I, I think I, I think they're full of it. <laughs> I <think laughs> they don't want to admit. Well, <laughs> it depends. It
0: depends your definition of public if people. Some guy might say, "Hey, this whole state's public to me. I'm going around and <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I love us. Steep- I pay taxes. I own everything here. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I think the public ground in Iowa is better than any private. It's ground. just a theory. It has well, a the, good, this Lee Lukoski's killing like 180 inch deer on private mm-hmm. ground. Yeah. The Kiskies. there's some. The, I'm, I'm assuming that 220 some inch of fortune year shot was on public land. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it was. there sure. was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you talk to that guy. Talk to that kid. He's got a good uh, story about that deer and he, how they watched him grow. And that is cool. Have, he, they they got history
3: with they got them. Photos of him and That's stuff. awesome. Cool. Sitting on a awesome. six foot ladder stand.
0: <laughs>
1: man, that can you imagine? I mean. I'm sure. I'm sure he's hunted for a couple of years before he shot that thing. But so he, I don't know. Does he? Have, you've talked to him and yeah. um, does he know what he he's yeah, done? He, he he's yeah, aware.
0: He's, he knows. He's real modest. He knows. He's good. So well, he's yeah. 14. I mean, yeah. And I'm old sure enough. his dad's super proud. I mean, like oh, yeah. I took my son deer hunting this year for the first time. A youth season in Iowa shotgun, mm-hmm. and he shot a at our farm as one antler bucked. The other buck, the other antler was broken off. And mm-hmm. 170 yards with a 220 Savage. 20 gauge, and I couldn't believe awesome. it. I was poke. I said, Sam, the deer was like 50 yards in front of us, and he had this the scope on nine power, which was my fault. I didn't have it, Ow. and he couldn't find the deer in the scope. Oh my God. So finally, the deer got out there about 170 yards, and I'm like, I was going to say, Sam, don't shoot. And all of a sudden, boom, he <laughs> <laughs> shot it right to the heart at 170 yards. I could, nice. couldn't believe it. Perfect. So that, was that, awesome. that was more, that was the best hunting experience of my life far by far. <laughs> Better than anything I've ever shot or killed or. I, I can take them out there into my kids, and, and see it's good that you're getting them, get them
2: introduced, and getting them out in the woods and stuff. Yep, that's so, something awesome. I can't
1: wait for if I ever have kids. I think I'd probably just, I'll still hunt, but I'll cut way back on it and just focus on yep their success.
0: I'm getting um, my father-in-law's. Um, He's a taxidermist, and he does a lot of antler creations and shed antlers, lamps, and oh, cool chandeliers. Like so at my de- at my uh, booth, there's a lamp, big lamp that he donated for our giveaway. Oh, cool. Um, so we, I'm big into shed hunting uh Sure. My, yeah. my my kids and family love that. My one of my dogs is getting trained right now by Roger Sigler from Antler Dogs. He's oh, a, really? The guy that actually started shed hunting yep. with dogs. Yep, Damn. Um, so he's training one of my. 20-month-old golden dude are all it right now to <laughs> awesome, man. get that done so i'm looking forward to getting her back and how many have you found this back. year uh i've only been back to my farm that's another thing with all the three kids and stuff people think i'm like i have this page i'm a big hunter and yeah hunting all the time i i don't get to hunt a lot right yeah th- real get, life three kids i got basketball baseball football yeah. practices you know, you work stuff. from here too they're getting yeah, to that age year. so um when i get back i think i found four Four the weekend I was four back. My father in law has found probably thirty or forty already.
1: Uh, I got two. So yeah, yeah
0: and Lord. I can, some people can like Brandon, the guy who who uh, works with me, um, whose like, whose idea was acuysies. He uh, <laughs> he can like spot an antler anywhere. I mean, it's just people. Some people have it. People
3: it. don't. Yeah. So. we know a guy like that. Uh, Dana Pace and uh, the amount of antlers, dude. What do you, He always wants to do what eighty and eighty find eighty. 80 sheds sheds a year. Sheds a year and an 80, In 80
1: inch. That's an 80 incher. Oh well, wow. that's like his goal every year. 80 and he 80. gets really close every year. Yeah. Like it's not like I think if I'm like 78 sheds last yep. year and
2: dude walked miles and miles every day.
1: Yep. I think they're holding on kind of late this year. It seems. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, been, no, a weird. it's been a really weird year. I think the been, well, some
2: have been dropping early, and I remember my,
0: the first year I shot when I got back from the Air Force, back from the hospital and stuff. Um, there was a buck underneath my stand and i shot it it's probably 40 50 yards again ground shrinkage of course because hey that's, that's anyway. the way it goes Florida anyway gear. um i shot it and i went to look at him and his antlers were gone Ugh. they had popped off right when i shot him and they were oh, sitting right no. next to him
2: huh. that's terrible damn how
0: did did you get that mounted no I, no
3: i've always been curious like because like, you've seen that you could do
0: it i mean my father Tax
1: numbers couldn't. So yeah, but,
3: well, I'm I'm curious, like not like how to keep them on, but like how would you actually do it if you want to? Like, what? would you Put uh, the antlers
1: back on the skull plate? No, but like, would you would you
3: get it with the antlers back on or like because you shot it and the antlers fell off? How would you mount that? <laughs> you you I wanted. think you
0: just to doe. It's an antlers deer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slap a doe tag on it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm am saying like if, if, you, shot, yeah, if, if you shot, it, maybe if you I didn't, but maybe.
3: Like, what are you saying? Like, so if like if you shot a you Shot a buck, and the antlers fell off. How would you personally mount that? Because the antlers fell <laughs> off. You could do it however you
1: want to hold the story. You know what I mean? You could yeah. just say you could mount it, put the antlers back. I don't know on if you it. get
0: officially scored because no, you can't. Can. Yeah, so, I mean, at that point, you can. if it was a giant buck, that would just make you sick. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, sure. for sure. Or
1: yeah. he, or you shoot a giant, you shoot a monster. He <laughs> runs, runs into a tree and breaks the skull plate because yeah. you can't antler with the broken skull oh, plate now. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's why I like people who like shoot caribou up north. They, they'll leave them up there for the 60-day drying period, have it officially entered in Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young, and then they'll split the skull plate and then mail it back. Mm. Cause it's cheaper to mail yeah, with yeah, the skull yeah. plate split. Mm. And then you can put it back together. It's just
2: bondo. A lot easier to ship it. it. takes up less room. So actually, those
0: those antlers are actually in a lamp in my house, or in a chandelier in my lit kitchen. Oh, really? <laughs> so yes. Perfect. We just threw them awesome. into the shed pile.
2: I would bad. probably
1: get the antlers. I'd get an artificial skull plate with, like, the rod. Like, what? Uh, one of our really good buddies normally does a podcast with us as a taxidermist. Okay. and uh I found a roadkill buck in velvet this year, and I did a skull plate uh, or a skull mount velvet euro. And he removed the antlers, treated, treated, preserved the velvet, and and then put rods into the skull into the antler and bonded it in. And it looks awesome, seamless. It looks incredible, cool. So I think we're running out of time for this little mini podcast. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me.
0: If you ever need anything for me, let me know. Yeah, so. thank you
3: for your service. Uh, I mean, you gave us everything we could ever need anyway. I
0: well, appreciate it. Happy to, happy to do it. So.
3: so, I mean, this podcast brought
1: to you in English by uh, your service, not <laughs> Russian. So. <laughs> so, guys, thanks for listening. Check out Trophy Bucks of Iowa. We appreciate you. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Go shoot your bell. Thanks.